Hello everyone. Welcome to Reddit Readings. Today we are on the subreddit r slash askreddit, and hearing about creepy things in normal professions. Enjoy. Reddit Readings, Episode 23. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is the creepiest thing you don't talk about in your profession? I'm a mailman, and sometimes people's houses just creep me out. Sometimes you walk up to a really run down place with their mailbox hanging sideways. And you just get a bad feeling like, bad things happen here. It's also creepy how bad some people's houses smell, and I can smell that shit from outside. If you're a hoarder with 20 cats, I can smell all the cat piss and sweet rotting smell as soon as I go up your walkway. Also, delivering mail to sketchy businesses that are clearly fronts for something else is never really fun. Can make you pretty uneasy. Honestly, the fact that most stuff we deal with causes cancer. Generally, you can be quite safe as a chemist, but it's the long-term exposure that's an issue. Being somewhat not safe over time causes lots of issues. Sure, you always hear of someone who got a liter of solvent to the face, or got a toxic powder on their arm and was fine, but it's the sum of all your exposures, not the day-to-day stuff that kills you. Be smart and be safe, wear gloves, wear a lab coat, don't breathe anything in, and work in a fume hood with everything. The amount of teachers who sleep with students. Every school I've been at there has been a story of, Mr. So-and-so got fired for having sex with one of the students a few years back. I've talked to teachers who make remarks about 15-year-old girls' bodies that would be embarrassing to retell. I've heard rumors of students who get a little unwanted attention from some teachers. Improper stuff happens far more than you hear about on the news. I run pools. We make sure our swimming instructors have good training in spotting the signs of child abuse, because we see so much more of your kid's body than most other folks in their lives. Bathing suits don't do much to cover up suspicious bruising. That we've been hacked, repeatedly. Any data you trusted us with is out there now, either for sale, or just to freely download if you find the right site. The only reason your identity has not been stolen is that the thieves chose to steal someone else's today, and there are orders of magnitude more honest people than there are professional identity thieves. Pure random luck is the only reason your credit rating is not in tatters right now. None of this is publicized, because the laws were deliberately written in such a way that we decide what constitutes a breach and that decision is never meaningfully accountable to anyone. So, surprise. We have never declared that any of the times that we were hacked constituted a formal breach. I wish I never knew this, but I was a hairdresser for a while, and at one point was working in a not so good area. I had just started at this new salon, and the owner warned me to watch out for an older man who would come in after a young girl. That in and of itself was kind of strange, but nothing too jarring. It's also important that we had almost no staff. Do I work many 6-7 hour shifts by myself? Well, one day a young woman, maybe 25 years old, came in, and an older man behind her, who said absolutely nothing. I took her to the chair, and like everyone else, 
Asked her what she wanted. She pulled me close to her and said, that man there thinks I'm getting my head shaved. He gave me $100. But just trim it. I look back at the man. And there he was. Starting to masturbate in the corner. I told him to leave and called the police. The girl started crying in the chair. It was by far the creepiest thing I've seen. I never knew people had fetishes like that. I wish I never knew. The fact that human organs are shipped like regular packages at FedEx. I see them almost every day. It's most a company called Cryolife I think. It's for organ donation. But we are very professional and careful with these packages in particular for obvious reasons. The amount of dead bodies you have to deal with slash walking on. Property management for 5 communities with 2400 people. 95% college students. 60% of those in high stress. High octane majors. I've walked into 4 suicides in 5 months. And these have been people I've gotten to know. Tourette, worked with to cater to interests. I couldn't imagine it was going to be like this. But I probably should've. I don't know how to fix any of it. But it makes for a hard time now and again. The smell of burning human flesh. I'm an industrial welder. And occasionally have a molten blob of steel land on exposed skin. We don't mention it outside of work because of obvious reasons. Patients perception of their doctors is almost entirely based on our people's skills and communication. But this does not correlate very well to the quality of our medical decision making. The reality is that there is a huge range within the medical community as far as motivation to learn and improve, being up to date with the latest research, etc. And sometimes friendly doctors are terrible decision makers. Likewise, some have no people skills to speak of, but are some of the smartest and hardest working people on the planet. The best way to assess your doctor's decision making is to go off the recommendations of other doctors. But even that is not 100% reliable because a lot of us are hesitant to publicly criticize our colleagues. I don't know if it's really creepy, but drug and alcohol use on the job in construction is a big issue that's almost never explicitly addressed in the industry. To keep up or relax a little during the day, some guys will use stimulants or drink on their breaks and lunch, and because max production is the goal on most jobs it tends to be left alone until it causes problems. It's not nearly as widespread as it once was, but it's still a big problem and the amount of supers and foremen, typically older guys, many of whom have done the same at some point in the past and would definitely know how to recognize it, who are willing to look the other way for the sake of production, when one of their guys is taking pulls off Jameson, snorting lines, popping Adderall, in the parking lot on their break slash lunch is downright scary. I work for a company that, amongst other services, Provides carpet cleaning. Vacuuming is one of the easiest corners for janitorial providers to cut so it rarely ever gets done to adequate levels. This means that office carpeting is absolutely filled with dirt, skin flakes, and literally any other nasty tiny thing you can picture. Carpeting is like a sponge or filter, and if you don't clean it out regularly it gets fucking nasty, and can majorly impact indoor air quality. Sick building syndrome can be caused by carpeting alone. Also, people in general are nasty too. In one night, in one facility, my team cleaned up piss, vomit, and blood stains on the carpet, wearing PPE of course. The amount of skid marks we clean off office chairs is bonkers too. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I drive trains. Statistically speaking, a driver in my country will drive over two humans during a career. What really haunts you is the sound. It's a loud thud. As a teacher, we know, but don't talk about it, how many of our kids have very fucked up lives. We know which kids have emotionally abusive siblings. We know which kids have no friends. We know which kids' parents pay no attention to their accomplishments. When it's something that crosses the line, sexual abuse, and safe living conditions, etc. We will report it to CPS. Hell, as far as I am aware, we are required to in every state, certainly are in mine. But, there are so many horrible, horrifying, things that kids have to go through that don't cross the line into reportable territory. For example, one of my students two years ago was the only boy out of five children. His mother, her husband having walked out after baby number five was born, took all of her aggression out on my student. It was never abusive, to our knowledge. But, he confided in me that his mother just didn't care about him. Any accomplishment of his sister's was praised and celebrated. His accomplishments? Ignored. The kid was one of the sweetest boys I have ever taught. All he wanted was to make his mother proud of him. She couldn't have cared less though, because to her he was just a reminder of the man who left her. The kid was emotionally neglected and starved for positive attention. We also know about the kids who have had seriously fucked up shit happen to them. Rape, molestation, severe physical abuse, even torture. One girl I taught was raped by her father and her uncle for years. Her uncle moved out of the country and her father is in prison. The situation has been resolved legally, but she is still facing years and years of psychological problems. So, to end my rambling, the creepiest thing about my profession that we don't talk about is how many of our students are messed up and facing years of therapy because of things beyond their control. I don't know about creepy, but a lot of deticians have eating disorders. It can attract people who are, 1. Obsessed with food and health. 2. Looking for better ways of staying as thin as possible. On a similar note, I studied psychology and every therapist I've met had some sort of mental illness. But really it makes sense that people would want to go into a field that they are personally invested in. I work for a social media influencer who everyone praises for, keeping it real, and being such a nice and lovely person. Reddit, she's a huge bully and a total psycho. What you see in her posts is so fake. It's scary to me that so many people look up to her and even say she has cured their depression or made them feel happy again. I'm glad that those people feel better about themselves but this girl is not a good person and has contributed to the mental breakdown of more than one person in real life. I wish people wouldn't believe everything they see on social media. It freaks me out how she's able to make herself look like such a good person when she's so nasty. The number of deaths and injuries. Industrial maintenance isn't a really safe career path. I personally know 4 people that have been seriously injured and 2 that were killed on the job. The amount of suicide among doctors. Physicians have among the highest rates of suicide worldwide. 
but I didn't understand how significant it was until I was in the field. I assumed it wasn't a big issue. The career seemed great with prestige, high job security and income. And it is great, but I didn't know about working 60 days in a row, operating after being awake for 72 hours on call, cutthroat competition and training bottlenecks, the constant expectation and pressure to be the best and know it all from seniors and patients alike, the harassment and bullying from colleges that eat their young. Now that I'm working in hospital networks, I don't go more than a couple of months without hearing about another doctor who attempted or committed suicide. There is more open discussion about the crisis, but most remains unspoken. Many doctors in my country won't disclose or seek help for their mental health problems out of fear they'll be reported and have restrictions on their license. And if you are taken to hospital for the suicide attempt, the field is small enough that your colleagues and friends will hear about it, no matter how much staff maintain confidentiality. I visited a friend in ICU who attempted suicide. And he was mortified that he had been transported to the hospital he was employed in. Everyone knew and he moved across the country. And you hear about funerals for an untimely passing of a 30-something year old doctor. While nobody talks about how or why they died. We are very uncomfortable talking about suicide. Sometimes when we deliver a stillborn baby that passed a while ago. The head may come off in delivery. Fortunately it usually doesn't. A small percentage of people getting tattooed have HIV, AIDS, hepatitis, etc. And they are not always honest on their release forms. I was taught to always treat every client as if they have hepatitis C. So everyone gets the same precautions, safety measures, and equipment sterilization. It's tough though, because we'll have sketchy people that probably use drugs, or come in wanting their house party tattoo fixed and we have no idea if they were sharing needles. We either make a judgment and deny them service, or treat them like everyone else and use precaution. I've only had one person be honest and tell me they had HIV, while they filled out their paperwork. I work in TV news, and some viewers can be very creepy. People subconsciously feel like they know us, because they see us every day, in their homes. Some of the male my co-workers receive is so questionable, like one guy, a well-known and beloved weatherman. Regularly gets postcards from the same dude that hates him and berates him. Another guy acts as if he actually knows one of our weekend anchors. In his letters talking about how they used to go to various concerts together. Nope. Once I opened a package with all these random objects. Band-aids. Lays. A pair of socks. Conversation hearts. And five valentines each detailing how the person would storm the building. Once I did a story vaguely related to vaping and within minutes a guy tracked down my personal Facebook and sent me three videos cussing me out and a long rant about how I was a pissant whore and a fucking moron. I work in an eco-friendly importer who imports, well, eco-friendly products that replace disposable or single-use products, especially plastics. The amount of plastic involved in production, shipping, storing, and packing those items is insane. It's just all stripped from the finished product before it lands in the customer's hands. There's also issues with ordering from abroad, everything from factory waste to the fuels to get it here. It's really, really sad, and nobody addresses it, ever. It's not talked about, we just strip off the plastic and toss it before shipping to the customer. Not really creepy but sad, and so very obviously ignored. This isn't necessarily creepy, but unsettling. I used to work in the travel industry, 
You'd be surprised at how many people seriously injure themselves or even die while on vacation. People tend to think they're invincible when they're abroad. Spoiler alert, you are not. Buy travel insurance. Thanks for listening to Reddit Readings episode 23, and if you enjoyed it, consider subscribing and leaving a rating. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.